Uh, first off, I want to say thanks to James. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. We'll get right into it. Um, so when given the topic of identity, I thought about who I was and what exactly made me. I started to think of things that are important to me to kind of help define who I am. Uh, I'm a son, a brother to eight siblings, a nephew, a grandson. I'm a university student and a runner. And it was that identity of being a runner that I allowed to crown over my life, especially when I came here to school in York, Nebraska. A new place, and like many of you, or at least some, coming to York was a huge culture shock. Uh, this idea of chapel and uh, my freshman year, we had no 60 minimum requirement. It was every day. It was every day. So count your blessings. Uh, the song sung that all of you guys from different places all seem to know, a little bit creepy, just a little bit. Um, people slowing their cars just to wave as you walk the roads, all different for me, for sure. But I was strict with this mind fixed on this thought of being the best athlete I could be. And in turn, it would trickle down and make me the best student, the best family member, the best teammate I can be, so on and so forth. The year went on, and I obsessed with this thought of being the best runner I could, and it consumed me. I saw the world as my encyclopedia, as Kobe would say, in terms of building the best athlete I could produce, and that, I, that idea of doing the little things to get the big thing came right, came right to my life. It became everything for me, and I mean everything. I didn't even want to go home for breaks, and it felt like I was in the middle of nowhere, and all I had was my sport. Never celebrated a win, and always was my toughest critic exactly how the season went. It's still kind of something like that. Um, even when I have an amazing coach and mentor and Coach Carver telling me to enjoy the journey. Enjoying the journey was exactly what I had to do in the summer because I ended up dislocating my ankle in a basketball game here at a summer camp called Soul Quest in a camper versus counselor basketball game. You don't want to be remembered as the guy that dislocates their ankle on opening tip-off of something that's not that serious. That's me. So I went up. I won the tip, of course, of course. Came down and bam, dislocated ankle. Like, I looked down and my ankle was looking at me. Oh, all crazy. Um, oh my goodness, this is terrible. Oh, actually, it's not. Um, knowing that the injury didn't look too good, I mean, ankle looking right at you, obviously not too good. And being in the same town as my coach, I figured that I should probably tell him and get the whole, why are you playing basketball anyways? You're a track runner lecture out the way, you know? And uh, luckily, and to my surprise, there was none of that. He was there taking pictures of me crying and telling me to enjoy the journey. <laughs> Thanks, coach. Thanks. Uh, it was in those three months of not being able to bear weight on my ankle where thoughts of being a failure and never being able to run the same crept in. It was the thought that everyone else was using the summer to train and to get better, and that would make me furiated and ask, why me? It was using the crutches to walk that made me feel weak and made the idea of running at a competitive level again impossible. It was the thought that the most important thing to me was being taken away from me because that's who I thought I was. But as time went on and I went through the recovery process, I found myself more and more inspired by the camp and shout out to Camp Rivercrest, places like that. They need to be in place because I was truly inspired and my faith grew in turn. It was through the power of Christ that I was able to be called a Christian and to have already won regardless of the placement of any race. I'm now proud to say that I'm a follower of Christ, and that is my primary identity. I'm a Christ follower who is a son, a Christ follower who is a brother, a Christ follower who runs.
And now I understand that when you put God before everything in your life, there is no failing. There is just growth. Just like Dr. Gardner expressed uh, at the beginning of this year, he hopes that you and I and all of us are challenged. Uh, and the more we think of this idea of identity and who we are and how we define ourselves, especially at this age that we are now, it is something that is guaranteed in our life. Or I think it is, I hope so too. I hope so we are also challenged. I think it is through challenge and struggle that we truly define who we are. It is something that is guaranteed in life and our responses are our free will. And that response defines us, good or bad. Um, when you think of biblical characters and what marks their identity as Christ followers, it is usually through trusting God to help them overcome great challenges. So when you think of Noah, you think of the ark. David, we think of Goliath. Samson, we think of the Philistines. Joshua, we think of the wall. And when I look to those that I look to as for inspiration, I see the same thing. I think of Kobe and how he came out to hit two free throws after tearing his Achilles. I think of LeBron coming back from a 3-1 deficit against the Golden State Warriors to win a championship. I think of Tom Brady coming back from 28-3 to win against the Falcons. I think of Muhammad Ali defeating who was thought to be the better boxer in Sonny Liston and shaking the boxing world up. Uh, I think of Nipsey Hussle and how he preserved and showed that his life really is a marathon and not a sprint. I think of Tiger Woods winning a U.S. Open on basically one leg. And I think about Allison Felix who came back after birthing a child to win a gold medal. All amazing feats and it truly shows that when you have a foundation, anything is possible. But when that foundation is Christ, the impossible becomes possible. The more you put your identity in Christ, the further the limit is in life. You lose the idea of your worth being tied to your performance and understand that you can give more because he blesses you with the talent to do it is what you do. We all struggle. We have people wishing struggle on us, like Dr. Gardner. <laughs> you got people telling you that being here is the wrong choice. And you probably have people telling you that things, that you are, that you are making the wrong choice in being here, that, that people are going to try to knock you off the mission that you set out when you left the comfort of your house. Storms are inevitable, but I challenge you to anchor your identity in Christ and allow him to guide you and continuously, constantly seek ways to grow closer to him. Allow him to pick up that cross that you cannot carry and watch him carry that cross and you. To quote Kobe Bryant for the last time, God is great. It don't get no simpler than that, bruh.